You are listening to East Tennessee's newest and top-rated podcast, Small Town 865. These are personal opinions, ideas, and thoughts of two young men and do not reflect that of our employers. If you are easily offended, remember, this is meant for entertainment purposes only. Today on Small Town 865, Episode 2 cranks up. Fall is upon us. It's doing a havoc on, wreaking havoc on our allergies, but we're going to push through. We're still talking high school football, college football. The temps may be getting a little bit cooler, but the football talk is getting hotter. Yes, week two, college football coming right at you. On today's Small Town 865. Welcome in, guys. Welcome to the second episode of our new season on Small Town 865. I'm Joey. I'm Mike. We are glad you're with us. Last week, we uh, talked a little high school football, talked a lot of college football, and guess what, guys? We're going to do the same same thing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Week two is upon us. And it's still football season. That's right. It's it's. Uh, I saw a fantastic stat that said, or not stat, but just an interesting note that there's not another weekend without some sort of football until February. Oh, that's that's an absolute beautiful meme, if you will. That's right. <laughs> I love it. A gift from the good Lord above. Yes, yes, absolutely, brother. So, Mike, last week we made some picks. We, we picked five games. How'd you fare last week? Well, I actually. Uh, uh, Surprisingly, I fared fairly fairly well. Uh, I think I hit four out of five. Yeah, which <laughs> for me is is pretty good. And now I probably didn't cover the spread in <laughs> Vegas, but at least you know four of my five teams won. Uh, Tennessee, uh, unfortunately, Florida did not. Uh, Alabama squeaked one out. I didn't see that coming. Nor did I see the Florida uh, one coming either. USC and then there's Miami. Yeah. yeah. Old Miami. Old Miami taking on the Big South and <laughs> yeah. struggling for a half and then pulling pulling away right and there. And, again, going back to what I was talking about last week, are they a rodent-type team? Are they an eagle or a gopher Dude, or Southern a beaver? Miss, yeah. I think they're the are Golden they, Eagles. Okay, the Golden yeah. Eagles. Okay. Yeah. I or, could. or the Golden Beavers, whatever beavers, you want to call Beavers. Yeah, beavers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I went 4-1 and one as well. And, nice. You know, my, my only missed pick was, again – Again, with the good Lord, he's telling me I should never pick Florida. <laughs> uh, I picked Florida for probably the first time in my life just because I thought Kentucky was going to Kentucky. Yeah, but, exactly, uh, and that was the only reason that we picked them. But surprisingly, Kentucky showed up. Yeah, uh, let, let's talk about that game. I, yeah. you know, I thought uh, it was not even close. I mean, it was a 10-point game, but you know, Kentucky held Florida to 12 first downs. Uh, Florida, you know, they're the one-man show with Richardson. Yes. You know, he's a fantastic athlete. Absolutely. And when he's on, they could be pretty good. But when he's off like last night, man, uh, they You can were, see what happens. Doggies. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. Uh, but in reality, no, in, in, in football, and, and I'm, I'm speaking of football in general, you can see who truly sets the tempo for the game, and that's your quarterback. And – he just did not. Yeah, he and, and did not. I, I think he will improve. You know, he for some reason sat the bench last year um, under the tutelage of Dan Mullen, and that's why Dan Mullen's now in the commentary <laughs> studio. And, yeah, uh, but uh, you know, I think I think he'll get better the longer he goes through, and he's in first year of Coach Napier's program. But yes. uh, yeah, he just he he looks like an athlete, not a quarterback. Exactly, and that was one thing we were talking off air was he is a massive body for a quarterback. Oh yeah, uh, 
but he just has to be able to connect. He has to be consistent, and he has to he has to be able to read it. That uh, we were talking about that one pick six. Uh, that was just it was unfortunate. I actually felt bad for him because we understand you 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 want your quarterback to be successful for the team, but he was just he was he put him in a hole that they yeah. just could not recover from. Yeah, and you know. For all that, you know, Kentucky did look good. I mean, they're playing their second string running back. They've got, I mean, uh, <laughs> yes, you know, the first I, string, he's missed yeah, the first two games. I, yes. Um, you know, the quarterback, Levis, I think's his name. Uh, yeah. You know, he's not in any more crying memes right now. He's, no, uh, he, no. he played well last night. I was, yeah. uh, I was pretty, pretty impressed with, um, that being a team with the UK on the helmet, actually going to the swamp and a, and and a blue checkerboard. I mean, what's well, uh, whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's UK. Yeah. Come so on. that's enough about Kentucky and Florida. Yeah, exactly. My stomach's upset. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Let's move on to the early game that caught everybody's attention. Alabama, you know, they're the you know wrecking crew that just goes through and breaks people's hearts and steals their kids and whatever else. And they're supposed to be. Yeah, they're and, supposed yeah, to be, and, but this one was a shocker. Yeah, yeah, a it huge was very, shocker. very, very close, and uh, you know, um, it was back and forth and close the whole way through. And, and guys, I'm telling you, there's a little bit of controversy. You know, the Bryce Young got uh, tackled there in the end zone or earlier in the game, and uh, looked like a safety or something but uh after he was down and the ball had come out yeah a ref dropped a little yellow hanky on the, yeah. on the ground and called yeah. roughing the passer yeah yeah did you see that play I that did. was yes quite controversial yeah and you know of course it goes you know towards alabama uh but i mean that's par for the course as well you you hope that the refs don't uh sway the game one way or another yeah you're hopeful for that but we're always expecting it when alabama's playing yeah anybody yeah but either way you know texas you know i think they missed a short field goal yes uh you know they had alabama and bryce young i thought and and i i don't like alabama i respect them bryce young is a great quarterback he is and he made what i think is the play of the week whenever he Texas was blitzing off the side, and he like did a matrix move almost, <laughs> yeah. ducked down. I mean, exactly, that, that yes. guy flew right by him, and he he ran down, set him up for field goal. That's um, not something you can coach. No. That's not something you can teach. No. It's sheer instinct. That's why he's on Dr Pepper commercials, Nissan <laughs> yeah. commercials, probably some sort of mattress and you know incontinence <laughs> commercial somewhere around. But. I would I would be curious, and I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but I haven't I don't have it in my notes. What is NIL worth. I heard it's over a million dollars this okay. year. So, that, again, that's just a guess. Yeah. I know last year Saban said there was one of their quarterbacks who had never played a down for them that had over a million dollars in NIL. And so so from what I understand, too, it's 80% of the royalties, right? Is it? I, don't, yeah, I, I, don't know. I think it's 80% of the royalties, okay. uh, which is crazy. Yeah, so if crazy. I get 80% of zero because I'm not an athlete or anything, then – I'm bringing in almost just barely less than him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. But so, anyway, kudos to Texas. Uh, yeah, they did much better. Up, putting up a show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now let's get to the game that matters and get through all those peewee introduction, like the opening act people. Yes. Tennessee traveled to Pittsburgh and, you know, they were favored, what was it, about seven points, yeah. I think. Uh, I think it, it shifted around a little bit, but. 
man, the first quarter, Pittsburgh was just laying the lumber Dude, to they just hammered Tennessee. Yeah. They showed up to play football. Their running back is fantastic. I mean, he yep. had that 76-yard run in the first quarter. But he, he uh, number two. Number two. He, I, I can't, I, I'm I not going to try to – Commodore, or I, yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but uh, he, he was a good running back. Yes, he was. Yeah, uh, he was a hard nosed runner. But, you know, I mean, Tennessee kept working through everybody. Both of them wanted to try to lose on the special team's end. Uh, Pretty much. I mean, you know, Pittsburgh, I think they had open auditions for kickers pregame. Yeah. Um, they just picked the guy that had been consuming the least amount of adult beverages, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, and then Tennessee had their punt block. Tennessee muffed trying to catch a punt. And it, it was just every time you thought Tennessee had a chance to potentially put it away, we're just They'd like, give oh, it up. here you go, Pittsburgh. It, exactly. And that's exactly what they were doing. We, we talked about that. Uh, Coach Wampler and I were sitting and watching it. <laughs> and it was like, what? Come on, man. Flowers, I think. Uh, yeah, Trayvon deep, Flowers. Trayvon Flowers. He returned. <laughs> Return man deep, and I don't know what he was. He was trying to field it and catch it Up like above. a pass, yeah, like a pass. And I was like, "Dude, it just wasn't a wasn't smart playing, in my opinion." Yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's one of those things that you know we're not in that spot. And Trayvon no. Flowers made a lot of big defensive plays, but that that was. That was a what-are-you-doing moment for every Tennessee fan. Yep, you're exactly right. And, and he did cash in the receipt and, and return the favor. Yeah, defensively, yeah. he made some yeah, great he plays. Yeah, made some big stops. Yes, which was uh, – which, which I thought, you know, UT social media, you know, everybody is – you know, if, if Tennessee doesn't win by 70 against anybody, there there's some people that are going off the deep end saying exactly. I'm never going to follow them again, blah, blah, blah. I like winning. Here's the thing. I think everybody does because winning solves a lot. Yeah. Of, of issues or problems that you may have. And, and if you don't have any issues, well, kudos to you. But winning does feel good. Winning is good. Yeah. And you're right. People, I think, just want to have something to gripe about no matter what. Yeah. And, you know, through all those negatives, and there there are a lot of things that I know they have to build off of. Yeah. But the defense, even though it gave up a lot of yards, I thought it showed a lot of toughness as well. And they were blistering those quarterbacks and let me tell you <laughs> well see how many did they go through well at that second one ended up staying he in, did you know, with one leg exactly you know? and which kind of surprised me he was tough uh, i'm telling was. you I, I give them the, those pit quarterbacks and the pit defense i mean they are a tough team yep especially for and an acc team for him to get back up after like you said they blistered him off, off oh my the, oh my i mean they put the hat to him yeah he gets back up and he's limping i thought well they're gonna they're going to force him to go off. No, he stayed out there. Yeah. And he and had I'm a like, fantastic so he, pass right there at the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I, I was mean, like, oh, my God. Goodness, perfect spot so, right there. Uh, you know, Hendon – go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, Hooker, you know, another – you know, he struggled a little bit on the run, held the ball a little bit too long maybe. He but did. 350 yards of total offense, no yeah. turnovers for him. Uh, Cedric Tillman and Jalen Hyatt. I mean, even Brew McCoy. Brew McCoy with that big touchdown catch, uh, despite Pat oh, Narduzzi's. The con- yeah, the controversy there. Despite uh, him not knowing the rules of football. Yeah. Um, you know, he, Brew, Brew had a better game this game. Uh, Hyatt had like 11 catches. And yes. Cedric Tillman, I would throw the ball to him every, every single time. T- you've got to get the ball in the best player's hands. Yeah. Uh, but here's what I say to Narduzzi. No wazy, Narduzzi. <laughs> uh, All right, guys. Well, we're going to take just a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a couple upsets. Uh, we're going to talk high school football, who's hot, who's not, and 
We're even going to make some picks and see if we can go undefeated next week. That would be a good good showing. Good yeah, showing for yeah. you, you and me. Absolutely. Anyway. We'll be uh, right back. Welcome back to Small Town 865, and it's time for Who's Hot Hot and Who's Who's Not. This is a fun segment for us, just sort of giving our opinions that nobody wants to hear. Um, But, you know, we're going to give it anyway. Yeah, some people may want to hear it, uh, and even if you don't, you're going to hear it anyway. That's right. That's right. All right, so I want to start with... My favorite who's hot of the week. My favorite who's hot <laughs> is Clemson's Barstool account on Twitter. Man, they they just have fun with it, Mike. They they go through. They roast everybody, and I like I like that because that's publicity. Absolutely, publicity for people to buy in or be drawn in. To see what's going on definitely that, it's like one of those you know any publicity is good publicity yeah, exactly exactly as long as it's pc you know as long as it's yeah it's you don't want to get really really crude no uh, and no, vulgar no but um especially at you know the college level they're, they're trying to keep it in your respect respectable exactly uh, unlike you, south carolina yeah yeah <laughs> well and, you know south carolina is the main target of clemson and you know, Queen Elizabeth passed away, and and she she had a great run, and she yes. did so many good things for for the not only England but Europe and the world as a Long whole. Long live as the just queen! A, yeah, just Long a, live the queen! Just a positive role model for a lot of people. But I loved you know again. <laughs> I'm sorry she passed away, but the day she died, Clemson <laughs> came out on barstool and said, "You mean to tell me?" The Queen lived for 96 years and still didn't see South Carolina football win a national championship game. Boom! Oh, man. <laughs> Drop the mic, I, baby. I, yeah, I truly just chuckled at that. It was fantastic. So, so Clemson Barstool, very hot right now. Mike, kudos to you. Yeah. Kudos Mike, to you, baby. Who's, who's another hot item right now? So, another hot topic in the college football world at week two is none other than App State. Oh, the wow. boys from Boone. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, you know, last week's performance, too, they just kind of, you know, uh, trickled out yeah. in, in, in the last uh, – I mean, when you score 40 points in one quarter, you're probably tired. You can't well, finish up too much. Yeah, in the fourth quarter, yeah. which is unheard of. Good yeah. Lord of mercy. Yeah. But, yeah. nevertheless, it was a good fight. Uh, the, the, the biggest thing is, is where their program is at – Versus where it was. And you can see these guys, they're showing up to compete. And some people say, you know, little boon, which is kind of like a hole in the mountain. They just mm-hmm. drop down, drop down on the mountain. These boys are showing up to compete. And when you travel to someone's home turf. To the big power five. I, I'm just, I was blown away at the performance. Exactly. Uh, you could see the momentum. I mean, these guys, they had dog in the fight exactly would not quit and i'm i'm just and they yeah i'm just you know what kudos to app state for staying the course and fighting the fight agreed they absolutely dog whipped the artist formerly known as number six texas a&m yeah so here's here's my thing you go to a stadium where home of the 12th man 
and they say, and I, whoever they is, those little people on top of the roof, that are all, I, I don't know who they are. <laughs> Society. <laughs> those little people on top of the roof that are always, you know, commenting. So they say that it's one of the toughest environments to play in. So they say. So, so they say. But I guess App State proved him wrong. Well, the 12th man might have been out with COVID. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm sure that he was a I am worse. sure that's a good excuse at this <laughs> point in, in time in, in society. Hey, but, but I'm telling you, there, it wasn't even close. No. Nine, here, Texas A&M's offensive okay. stats, listen to this. Nine first downs in a 60-minute game. Out of that 60-minute game, they possessed the ball 18 minutes. App State had it for 42. <laughs> uh, total yards, Texas A&M. 186, where App State had over 300, which 300 is still not. It was more of a defensive struggle, but right. I'm telling you, it was not. I mean, the, the score was close, but App State earned that win. Absolutely. And, again, you're talking about, you know, a small school versus a big power five. Yep. Here's the thing. They showed up to play football. They had a game plan, and they executed. So, you know what? Props to App State. Yeah, and uh, I have one more hot to sort of tie in with the upsets. Yes. Uh, the Marshall Thundering Herd. Go over, Herd. Yeah. Go Herd, baby. Over the Notre Dame fighting, supposed to be fighting Irish. Um, I don't know what they were. They were fighting adversity yeah, uh, yesterday. Yeah. That's and, all I can see. And I'm only only pointing them out because now Notre Dame is 0-2. They were 0-1, still ranked number 8. So uh, now at 0-2, they'll drop to number 9 probably. Yeah. Is that what yeah, sound accurate? Pre- yeah, that's that's – that's about uh, accurate for the AP poll. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, that was another one. I mean, that wasn't a luck win by Marshall. They were tougher. Yep. They were more efficient. They won the turnover battle. Zero turnovers. Three intercept for Marshall. Three yeah. interceptions for Notre Dame. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just yeah. it wasn't a good offensive performance. No, not at all. And uh, you know, sadly, Notre Dame uh, drops to zero and two. Yeah. And but I don't think, unfortunately, they're not going to drop very far in the polls. They should not be ranked, but uh, no, they. But shouldn't. it is Notre Dame. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But. So that sort of ties in with with some knots. You know, I think uh, Texas A&M has struggled, even though they're one and one now. Uh, Notre Dame has struggled. They're zero and two. So I, my big knots right there are uh, those two programs as a whole. And I just like to point out, you know. Jimbo Fisher. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, auto- we, we have to bring him into the ball. You game know, the here. used car salesman of the Southeastern Conference. Uh, <laughs> you know, he was brought in to save Texas A&M, and his record's identical to Kevin Sumlin through their first 50 games. And Kevin Sumlin, they, he just couldn't get it done. But by golly, according to them, he put points on the board, and he had an interesting, exciting brand of football. And Jimbo's just raking in the millions while he loses. Hmm. Imagine that. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. Yeah. Not. <laughs> yeah. That is definitely a not. <laughs> yeah. Not. Who, who's who's your other not, Mike? Uh, so the other other not is going to be and and last night I I picked up uh, this game in the first half prior to uh, it ending in the first half forty two to nothing I was blown away and that would be Hawaii so was Hawaii <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah zero uh, and three now. Yeah. Unbelievable. I just – and, I, you know, we've talked about this before. I know we've talked – we talk about a lot of things. But this one in particular, because this is not the same Hawaii program that 
I have seen in the past, or I think anybody has seen in the past. Yeah, they used to be sort of a gimmicky, very high-powered offense. And they at least would show up to compete. When I look at the score, I turn it on. I'm just flipping through college uh, football previews, and I see this, and I'm like, 42 to nothing, and we're still in the first half. Yeah. I was like, something just, it just, again, it wasn't right, and I'm like you. They're a knot for me. Yeah, and, the, you know, they're 0-3, and, and and it's, you know, there are some teams that are, you know, Tennessee's been awful oh, yeah. in the past, you know, yep. every, everything, but they're 0-3. They've been outscored by over 140 points, points to the juggernauts of, you know, Michigan's good. Michigan's <laughs> oh, good. Oh, yeah. And, you know, yes. I, I do think that. But the other two juggernauts that they have been blown out by has been Western Kentucky and <laughs> SEC superpower <laughs> Vanderbilt. Hmm. Yeah. So Vandy and Western Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. And they beat them almost as bad as Michigan did. I mean, it's. Wow. They, they've been outscored. I think Hawaii has scored 37 points in the first three games. And, you know, their opponents have scored almost 180. I mean, it's mm. shocking. Uh, they're such a knot. I don't even know why we're talking about them. <laughs> so oh my. They're, they're so bad. We're going to stop, stop this segment yeah. right now. Stop that knot. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So uh, we'll come back in just a second. We're going to hit on some local sports, talk about Seymour football, uh, Sevier County High School football, and and uh, and then we're going to make some picks for next week's games. When I'm we excited re- about that. I am too when we return on Small Town 865. See you in a minute. Welcome back to Small Town 865, guys. I'm Joey. And I'm Mike. And we're going to switch gears a little bit and dive into some local local football. And, uh, you know, we've, we've made no no qualms about it. We're, we're from Seymour, Tennessee. Uh, oh, yeah. Small area in between Knoxville and the mountains. So we're... Close to all the big stuff, but we're uh, we're we're big fans of our of our local team. Oh, absolutely! And and if you if you think about it, that's one of our big niches on our podcast, Small Town Eight Six Five. Exactly, and and so so we're going <clears> to <throat> talk briefly about them and, and Sevier County High School. Let's talk first about Sevier County, Mike. Uh, they've man, they've just had a fantastic start this. They season. have. They have. Uh, they've stayed the course. They are. Uh, executing to perfection in my opinion and coach Loveday has done a great job in you know building the program and putting the athletes in the right positions and putting the right athletes in the right positions I, sh- I should say exactly and you know what just coaching them up that's what a coach does is a coach puts athletes in a position and coaches them up to get them to do things that they potentially didn't think they could accomplish and you know what Sevier County is doing a great job they yeah. just need to minimize their mistakes mm-hmm. moving forward just like any other team you minimize the team with the least amount of mistakes is going to win the ball game exactly and I think you know they're not you know they had that a great quarterback last year Colin Shannon who graduated and I forget what college he went to but he was fantastic and yeah absolutely uh, yeah, and, the, and so their offense isn't as high powered this year but they're going through and they're 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 they're, like you said trying to limit mistakes they've got a very good defense they 
Uh, they beat in county rival Pigeon Forge nineteen to nineteen to nothing uh, Friday night to get moved to four and zero and. You know they've just got it clicking, Mike, and, yeah. and and every game is not going to be easy. And they've they've started the season grinding out victories. And we talked about Knox Crimbless last week. How you know he, defensively he's been coming up with just and special teams wise huge yeah, just plays making for him. making plays, clutch plays. Yeah. Uh, you know to be able to help the team. Yeah, and so it's not always you know you're not always there for the fifty point offensive performance you're there for that defense and that just that toughness yes exactly and you exactly. Know, last week we were sort of short on time we we, we always like pointing out our guys with Seymour ties we have another one up there at Sevier County Malachi Pate Mally Mally Mally's always Mally. always got a smile on his face and just a just a great young man and he's he's been contributing on defense and, yes, and some offense is. and special teams all all throughout his career up there and uh you know so he's he's another big part of that and we just after we finished last week we started oh man we forgot about Mally. we forgot ran out of time to talk to talk about him so it's, uh, it's sometimes it's hard to incorporate everybody that you want to talk about or everybody that you've coached before or come in contact with or had a chance to yeah, coach yeah, uh, but, but you want to talk about everybody uh time just doesn't know, permit it doesn't uh but we do like to showcase and spotlight a couple here and there. Exactly. And we will continue to do so throughout you know, throughout the podcast and throughout our season as well. That's right. And we're, we're really proud of him and everything that he's, he's accomplished and can't wait to see more for him and Knox and the rest of the Smoky Bears. Uh, but let's, let's move on to our favorites now. There we see go. Seymour Eagles. And they played Cock County on Friday night, Mike. And <clears throat> I didn't go to the game. I watched it on YouTube on my – back deck on the big outdoor screen yes i saw me and my goats and yeah. my wife and, <laughs> you and your uh, old, the old goats <laughs> yeah so they enjoyed the game um but seymour played cock county cock county and seymour both had a common opponent opponent of cherokee uh, that they both defeated earlier in the season right and uh, it was a it was a back and forth game uh, it was it 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 uh it was a defensive game you know to begin with and uh i think Seymour and Cock County, they both struggled at times offensively uh, to make something happen. And, you know, as, as we talked about off air, uh, they had a couple devastating injuries that, you know, took key players out uh, for Seymour. Yeah, yeah and, and we're definitely praying for those guys. And most definitely, most definitely. Uh, we them. always want the best for, you know, every athlete to be safe and, and to be able to, to, uh, to be successful. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, when you have those, you know, these, these high school guys, they put in a ton of work and, and you know, they want to win, you know, and, and they want to try their best and they want to have great performances. And when a team struggles, it's really hard on them and hard on the coaches. Right, right. And uh, But when somebody gets injured, you know, that's, that's when it becomes real. Game plan changes and you have to, you know, go to your next man up. And we've always said this, uh, even to, to players and athletes, you're you're one injury away from your number being called. Mm-hmm. So you need to be ready. You know, with wherever you lie on the depth chart, you have to be ready. Exactly. And uh, I just, you know, just to be quite honest, it, it, was, a, it was a struggle uh, for Seymour and for uh, Cock County. I was hopeful that Seymour would single-handedly, you know, take this one down. Uh, but sometimes, you know, everybody has bad games. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, and, you know, Cock County, they, they scored at the very end of field goal to, as time expired to win 16-13. to 13. Yeah, I think it was like four seconds, four seconds left, and, you know, he just yeah. right through the middle of the uprights. Yeah, and, you know, it was a – 
you know, it was one of those, it was a defensive struggle, almost like a punter's duel there for three quarters of the game. And then in the fourth quarter, the offenses sort of woke up and, uh, you know, Blake Johnson for Seymour, I mean, you can't doubt that kid's heart. No, his mental toughness and his physical toughness, too, Yeah, uh, showed up. He'll play anywhere. I mean, you see him on special teams, starting on defense, coming in at quarterback. uh, You know, gave gave a little spark, I thought. Uh, Well, when you're putting points on the board, that's a spark for any any team that has struggled offensively going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Carson Vines, you know, again, new guy to Seymour this year. Just – he's he's really, really playing He's a playmaker. Yeah. Uh, And it's – that's definitely noticeable. Uh, He's a playmaker. You put the ball in his hands, he's going to make something happen. Yeah, and, Uh, and, you know, saying the defense played well, you know, Kai Thompson was chopping down their big running back like crazy. Sergio Sanchez just – Man, he is Sticking talk their about, nose talk in about there. improvement. Sergio yeah. has really come a long way. And then uh the the ultimate glue guy, the guy that is a starting receiver, starting safety, Number two. starting PAT holder, starting, starting punter, start I mean, if anybody needs water. Number two. Number two, Joshua Nevins. Old Josh. He just man, I, I just love watching him play. His his heart it's it's just for to win and to be the best it's it was just like his brother yeah i remember yeah. you remember too mikey yeah. nevins yeah. Uh, when he came out his eighth grade year yeah and uh he had the same will and the same desire yeah and uh, guys i'm telling you you know josh josh wants everybody to know that he's good <laughs> i love <laughs> yeah. josh yeah uh, but he is definitely put in the work and i'm i'm you know even when they have a struggle or anything like that he gives his heart every single time that they play, and and I think he is someone that the other players look to because they know that he's gonna he's got like you said that dog in yes, him. He's, he's, exactly. he's gonna keep fighting no yep. matter what, and and so I think that you know if they all keep their heads up, you know they just gotta keep fighting. Yeah, you know. The, so I do have a question. All right, I have a quick question, and and you know this is just our opinions and. Our our thoughts and sometimes we question things of why Uh-oh. why they happen. This is not on my script anywhere. <laughs> no, no, no. So my question to you would be in that latter part of the game, Seymour scores. Yeah, and they go to kickoff. Yeah, and they squib kick it or somewhat onside kick it. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts about that? I know my thoughts. Yeah. What. Not knowing what was called and not knowing if it was called to be a squib or an onside. It, it, what, what happened was Seymour scored with less than a minute to go, tied the game, uh, went to kick off, and it, it looked like an onside kick. It, I mean, yes. And, and, and turned so, into a squib, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so Cock County recovered it and had very good starting position for had that last drive. Great field position. With three timeouts. Knowing that, you know, you have a really yeah. good running back that's been running hard all night, yeah. and especially in the latter part of the game, yeah. too. Yeah, uh, number 30 was a big dude. Yes, he uh, was. But, uh, you know, I, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and everybody is going to be judged. I personally would probably kick it, you know, deep away from their biggest threat. As you deep know, as, as you deep possibly as can. can. You yes, know, exactly. I, I can't put it in the end zone, that's perfectly fine. But you but, want to try to pin them deep in their own territory. Yeah, if they have three timeouts, you know, I'd rather them go – 70 yards i mean you might get lucky and be more than that or even 65 yards as opposed to you know around 50 55 something like that uh you know again i don't know what was called yeah and i don't i don't either um but you know i i would i would take the chances of 
trying to kick it deep and like i said that may be what was what was called it didn't turn out that way and right and even on on deep kicks or short kicks there's that potential uh for the kicking team to get the ball yes uh, but it's a low percentage play uh so you know I that's thought, kind of my feeling too i yeah. know we, we we weren't there we don't know what the call was and sometimes things uh as a coach when he calls a play it doesn't always go yeah exactly as it's supposed to exactly uh, with the intentions exactly uh, and you know even after that it didn't matter if they kicked it 10 yards or, or 60 yards you know Cock County still had to travel that, uh, in that last minute to yeah. get into position. So and, defensively, and, you've got to be able to make yeah, a play. Yeah, you and, have and, to step up. You know, with those timeouts, they had a huge advantage because they were able to hand it off to big number thirty and yeah. number one quarterback made a few plays and uh, you know so it was just one of those things that you know it slipped away and that's that's one of the exciting parts of high school football. You never know. No, and I mean this one went. I mean literally, literally down to the yeah, wire down to four the seconds. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, but we're going to be hopeful that uh, Seymour bounces back this week at when they travel to Sullivan East. Yeah, and which I think should should be a, a good a, another good game. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, so we're we hope for a, a victory. Absolutely, that's, that's what and, you always hope for. Exactly, and we'll, we'll we'll give an update on that one next time. Uh, so, well, uh, guys, I, I'm going to say one thing real quick before we go uh, to a quick break, just to switch gears a little bit. My nose is sort of burning because when right before we got started, <laughs> Mike decided to put on this stress relief lotion on his toes, his knees. You're his a lie. Hands. You're a lie. <laughs> and, and man, <laughs> they I, can't I, see it, so you're a lie. <laughs> and relieved, if they can't see it, it ain't true. <laughs> it has relieved my stress. So I'm going to take a quick nap, and then we'll be right back here on Small Town Six. We'll see you in a bit. Hey guys, welcome back to Small Town 865. I'm Joey. And I'm Mike. All right, so Mike, we both went 4-1 and one last week. Uh, we're keeping a tally over our entire season's picks, and the the loser, I don't know what we'll have to do. We might do an eat-eat <laughs> challenge again, but hey, you know, Mike lost good. that one last time. <laughs> yeah. He ate one, I ate like two and a half. Did you ever find your contacts? <laughs> no, they floated down the river. That's why you're wearing your glasses That's right, today. glasses, okay. early morning glasses. Okay. All, right. All right, Mike, so... First game for next week, the Akron Zips travel to <laughs> yeah. I'm not lying. Yeah, we're, yeah, they're not the least, Jackrabbits. Oh, I was going to say they're not a, at least they're not a rodent. So we're we're the, good. The Zips. I don't know zippers or know, Zips car wash or you know what they travel to Neyland Stadium to talk, take on the hopefully top twenty by that time Tennessee Volunteers. How do you think that one's going to go? The Akron is one and one. Um, I'm not exact. I can't even remember the uh, St. Francis of Pennsylvania. I, I know, seriously. I think that's who they defeated in week one in overtime. St. Francis of Pennsylvania yeah. was a high school that we played <laughs> when I was in West Virginia. Come on, man. No, I really think there, it, it was yeah. a private school. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. they won in overtime. Okay. So, so, well, so how do you think that one's going? I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, Tennessee will win big on this one. Yeah, I think whatever they set the spread as, I think Tennessee covers. Yeah, I think uh, the Vegas odds will probably be 
three touchdowns. Yeah, I think it'd be 20, twenty-one to twenty-five, yeah. something like that. Yes, uh, I'll, I'll I'll go with Tennessee on this one. Me too. Me too. Uh, Georgia traveling to Columbia, South Carolina to take on Big Sir Spur. Uh, sir, sir, Big Spur. <laughs> sir, Big Spur. Yeah. Well, it, no matter how you say it, he's went south. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He came up a little short last week against, or yesterday against Arkansas, and hmm. I anticipate that the Bulldogs will defeat <laughs> South Carolina. <laughs> oh, I'm loving this, brother. Guys, I, I, I don't. I, I've just developed this hatred for South Carolina. I think it's trying to take that man's name away. Well, it's exactly when you try to change something in mid stride that is tradition at a at a university or college. I mean, what are you trying to do? If that gamecock identifies as Sir Big Spur, let him be. Exactly. I mean, honestly, it, it, the bottom line is, you know what? I'm going to pick Georgia on this. I am too. Bulldogs all the way. I am too, and I can't wait to see Clemson's bar stool whenever <laughs> Georgia just beats the snot I, out of I them. am. I'm. You know what? Now that we've talked about that, uh, long live the Queen. Rest <laughs> in peace. That's right. I'm excited to see the bar stool comments too on social media. Exactly. It's going to be a fun one. All right, Miami Hurricanes are traveling to the Jimbo Fishers, uh, the okay. home home of the eleven and a half. Man, <laughs> yeah. Well, Miami will have thirteen because I think uh, Seraphine will probably be down on the sidelines. Yeah, one of, with one Miami. of our buddies is going to be down there. He, he'll yeah. probably try to put on a helmet and sneak <laughs> sneak out there. Yeah, we love you, Mikey. Uh, I'm going to pick Miami, even though A and M is coming off a big loss at home. I still think Miami is going to take him. I agree. I, you know, I, you know, usually, you know, I'm try to pick you know if i think it's going to be close i might err on the side of the home team but texas a&m's just struggling yeah you know and, and, I, and I think miami's better than they are oh absolutely i don't think a&m will have an answer for defense uh for miami's defense they will not be able to answer the call offensively whatsoever so i'm going to pick miami by three touchdowns oh i'm not i'm not going to put it out there that much i'm not that much of a seraphine homer um (laughs) i'll go at least 10 though Uh, seraphine you are the 13th (laughs) man now (laughs) you're going to set a new trend in in texas that's right and our last one we're we're diving out of the power five uh my alma mater the campbell university fighting camels uh, based out of Bowie's creek north carolina they are not a rodent. Uh, <laughs> no. Camels are very aggressive, athletic, agile, good-looking animals. Um, uh, you, you, camels, that is? Yeah, camels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they'll spit right in your That's face, right. too. <laughs> That's right. They're taking the short trip to Greenville, North Carolina, to take on East Carolina, the Pirates. Yeah. So we're going to see camels and pirates fight. They're both one and one uh, Campbell, you know, they, they've got Mike Minter as their head coach. He played in the NFL for several years, uh, I think, at the Carolina Panthers part of the time. Uh, he's, he's really done a good job with the program and made them competitive. They they beat Citadel in the first week, 29-10, uh, to 10, uh, before losing to William & Mary yesterday. ECU, they uh, – Lost by a missed field goal oh, against man. NC State. Yes. So, uh, yeah. you know, that ECU, you know, seems like a little bit more powerful. And as much as I love Campbell, if 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 my job is to pick games to win so I can beat Mike by the end of the year, <laughs> I'm going to go with East Carolina on this <laughs> well, one, Mike. But I hope it's close. And, right. I, and I'd be okay if and Campbell I, won. I understand your, uh, uh, 
I understand where your heart lies. With exactly. I, exactly. I get that. Your I want loyalty, Campbell to win. Your loyalty lies with Campbell. I get that. Yeah. But from an analyst standpoint, I'm going to pick ECU. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I think ECU wins. You know. Yeah. Couple touchdowns, maybe even three. I mean, ECU's ECU's a tough team. Always, they are. you know, they're they they're always a tough out, and they prove that. I again, mean, they're looking the part week. with those unis they've got. Uh, yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. so they're going to play the part. So, so keep up with the picks, guys. If you want to tweet them out or send your picks on Facebook or email us at smalltown eight six five at gmail dot com. Yeah, see how you compare with uh, Joe Pa and Mac here. That's right on, that, on our picks. That's right. Well, so that's Tennessee. Georgia, Miami, and ECU. Yeah, we're we're the same on on all those. When yeah. when when the in conference games get a little bit more in depth, we'll probably have some differences. I yeah, think. I think so. Yeah, um, I think so. Well, we're gonna sign off now, Mike. It's been a, another great episode. I appreciate you hanging on with me through all of the. You know, it's it's been touch and go. He almost slipped out of his chair with all that <laughs> lotion on his, that he's put on. You know, trying to relieve that stress. Thanks to Bath and Body Works. That's right, Bath and Body Works. So <laughs> see them in their local four million locations. Yeah, exactly. So everybody have a good week, and uh, we'll see y'all next week on Small Town Eight Six Five. Peace out.